Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, friends. You have to forgive me, but you know, we are discussing wrestling right now and words are coming out of my mouth. So at any second, I could be interrupted. Give it a beat, give it a beat, give it a beat. <laughs> I think we're okay. But welcome back to What Culture Wrestling. I appreciate you being here. And we did have another episode of Monday Night Raw that had so many interruptions. You'll be going, ha ha, this is ridiculous. But was the rest of it any good or did it suck ass? Shouldn't have said suck ass. Sometimes my parents watch these shows and they're going to ring me up, probably interrupt me and go, Simon, don't say suck ass. Then we have to have a conversation. Let's just up those doubts. Lynch opened up Raw this week, so I have now decided what happens before the show is that all the wrestlers go into a little room like they used to do for the Raw Rumble, and they all pick balls out of like some kind of a pit, and whoever gets the right one wins the chance to start the show because the opening promo is the same every single week. As ever, the fans want to cheer Becky Lynch, but WWE would prefer it if you booed Becky Lynch. So this is the equivalent of trying to eat an apple, but instead you just fall out of a window. But Big Time Begs did make a pretty good point because she said, ha, look at all these old superstars coming back to the WWE and I bet they will want a piece of me and I'm just gonna be them. She also made another fantastic point that somebody called Dewdrop will never be a champion and there is a lot of logic behind that but because she had said the name Dewdrop out came Dewdrop so you know what we're about to begin. But we will get to that in just one second because before the drop could say anything <laughs> Bianca Belair's music hit and she interrupted as well and then before Bianca Belair could say anything out came Liv Morgan honestly my sofa is down there I was lying down I was like, I'm gonna die I'm gonna die because it's just so many the whole point is they're all gonna win the Royal Rumble and then try and beat Becky Lynch but all I care about is this bring down the board there it is in WWE we have now had 16 interruptions in 2022 overall in wrestling we have had 22nd and this board jumped up by three in around about 7.2 seconds it then turned out that Morgan and Belair were gonna team up to take on Do Drop and Lynch, and I will have a breakdown about that in around about four seconds. And then Do Drop even started going because <laughs> she thought the whole segment was boring. I was a bit like, well, Dewdrop, we all may kind of feel the same. But my biggest problem is in what reality, in what universe, 
would these two, especially on these sides, have this kind of a team? And of course, instantly it was like, oh, how are they going to coexist? And I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of WWE asking me if two people can coexist. I don't care anymore. I don't care if they do come together. The space-time continuum means one of them actually vanishes from existence. For the love of everything, we just stop doing it. It was just a farce as well because we were done in about three minutes. Dewdrop just stopped Becky Lynch winning the match at one point because why wouldn't you? And she won it instead. She then beat up Becky Lynch. And I have another question for you. Why, when it comes to women's segments in WWE, more often than not, do we have to take multiple stories and just push them all together? We could just be doing a Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch feud now. Look at me conducting. And that would have been absolutely fine. Honestly, I don't like to be a negative Nancy. I like to be a positive Pete. But this really smelt like WWE had zero ideas, even though all of them are super duper talented and it's getting it down. The Alpha Academy was then backstage getting ready for their big celebration later because of course they did win the tag team championships last week and then Reggie turned up and oh my gosh I've never been so excited about anything in my entire life. Because as you know recently any segment he's been involved with has been absolutely insane but quite sadly at least at this part it was a bit pedestrian. Because he was talking to Edge and Beth Phoenix saying oh man I've got to fight Omos later do you have any ideas for me and Edge was like no you're going to get absolutely destroyed and Beth was like don't talk to him like that husband of mine. And then honestly, Reggie and Dana Brooke just ran off down the corridor like they were cartoons. Apparently Edge is just the tutor of WWE now as well because then Damian Priest approached. He was like, oh man, hey Edge, you've won a few Raw Rumbles. Can you give me any advice? And he wasn't able to because at the same time, some guy just walked up and said, oh, here's a note, Beth Phoenix. And it was from Marie saying, later on, can I meet you in the ring? So I'm sorry, Damien. Edge just mugged you off. It would have taken him eight seconds to give you some advice. He was like, man, I'm more interested in this note. I'll catch you later. Seriously, though, come on now. A magical note from the Miz and Maurice General Akbar should have turned up and gone, it's a trap. Before we did finish all of this, Kevin Owens approached Damien Priest. He said, like, look, we're having a match in a few seconds. Can we just do like a technical classic? Because I don't want that crazy side of you coming out. So as ever, Kevin Owens is just the best. Good thing we did see KO as well, because very nicely timed, it was time for the Kevin Owens show. And his guest was also Seth Rollins. So I was pumped because these two together is magic. Owens just praised Seth as well, saying, oh, your suit game is so impeccable. And Rollins was dressed like a zebra here, but also said, you're so courageous. You went to SmackDown. And even though Roman Reigns may be the head of the table, you're the guy that sets it. I mean, that was a pretty good line. But now Roman's going to come to Raw and he's going to behead you all. Seth then said into the microphone that he will become the Universal Champion at the Raw Rumble. But also stated when he does do that, he's going to change the color. No, 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 no. We have had quite enough of that. Kevin liked this whole idea, though, because it meant that Seth Rollins would stay on Raw. Then Owens can win the Raw Rumble and they can have their dream WrestleMania match, which I would actually be in for when they... Got interrupted by Damien Priest. So we bring it down. That is 17 in WWE and 28 overall. Maybe, I don't know. I've completely lost the count. I remember when I said, oh, won't it be fun to take the mick out of wrestling stereotypes? I've made a terrible mistake. Damien then went on about some nonsense, how you don't want to wake up his bad side, like some kind of kid that doesn't want to go to school. And then indeed it was Kevin Owens versus Damien Priest. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm getting a little bit bored of this whole you got to beat the champion to get a championship match because it is like two plus two equals potato. But it's also Kevin Owens versus Damien Priest. 
I can't imagine a world where they wouldn't smash it. Before we did get to that though, everybody sit down and try not to laugh out your spleen. <laughs> because yes indeedy, the coming to Raw soon veer skits are back. So I figured I had to go look into this, so I did some research and I figured it out. Everybody just calm down. I have exclusive footage of how Veer is making his way to Raw. Roll it. No wonder he is taking so long. He is using the snail method, and we all know the smell method takes forever. But the real problem is this, by the time he does turn up to Raw, I'm gonna be dead. So I could have watched every single one of these videos and I don't even get to see the payoff. And then yes, we did get to Kevin Owens versus Damien Priest, and as you've already worked out, getting up. It was a little bit weird because Kevin kept going, no, Damien, don't go crazy. So Damien didn't go crazy. So I suppose he's like the Hulk and Bruce Banner in a sense, as long as you give him some treats, he will calm down. But these two then went on to kick each other's ass. And I thought it was absolutely fabulous. There's also some great near falls after a pop-up powerbomb and a choke slam. And as soon as that didn't work, Kevin Owens went full on asshole because he was like, oh, my knee, my knee. And come on, once again, General Akbar should have come in here because Damien Priest had no idea. He went, oh, Kevin, are you all right? He was okay. He popped up and hit the stunner. One, two, three. This must mean that Kevin Owens is in line for a title shot. And as much as I like Damien Priest, having Kevin Owens as the US champion sounds good. But there is one problem with this. There it is, the number one. Ever since Damien Priest debuted on the main roster, he has never been pinned or been submitted in a one-on-one -on -one match. And it happened here. And the commentators didn't say nothing. And this is probably because WWE doesn't know. But imagine how good that story would have been. I mean, it would have been sad anyway, because we didn't build to it. But at least go, holy flubbins, how did Kevin Owens do that? So you do have to give it a down because it's the small stuff that matters. Nikki Ash was then talking about how she hates Rhea Ripley now and how proud she was that she has taken apart their team. And long story short, she's now going to go around the world calling herself the people's superhero. And at least that makes more grammatical sense than being called Nikki almost a superhero. I mean, I would have changed her character completely. But what do I know? Look at me, I'm an idiot. Amazingly too, it actually does feel like in 2022, we are going to do something with the Alpha Academy. And for that reason alone, I am giving it up. Because we did have this full-on celebration and they were both wearing their graduation gowns because, of course, Chad Gable recently got his master's degree. And when everybody started booing that, Chad was all like classic heel going, oh, you people in Tulsa, you so stupid, you so stupid. And, of course, they didn't like that. He also put over Otis Hughes because, of course, it was him avoiding the RKO and hitting the world's strongest slam that got them the tag titles. And I swear... Even though Otis has been told to be a bad guy here, his face is just like covered in personality. I still think it's nuts we went away from the whole ducky and all of that, but I still love him. Given that this was a long talking segment, you knew what was going to happen. So yes, about halfway through, out came Riddle looking at the floor to cast the interruption. So that is 18 in WWE and 29 overall. And I'll be honest with you, when I decided to do this, I had no idea we were gonna get so many. Riddle was dressed in a gown too, and he did this whole bit when he said he thought a rematch was trying to light a match for the second time, which I did think was quite funny because Riddle can pull this off. And again, just to condense it down because it did go on for a long old time, eventually Otis was distracted by Riddle. So Randy Orton flew in and he gave the RKO to Chad Gable. 
and accepted a challenge that Gable had made that next week on Raw, they're going to have some kind of IQ contest sports entertainment. And I am going to say that one didn't count as an interruption because we kind of moved away from the talking. And as I said in the rules, you have to be cutting a promo. But I'm fine with all of this, mostly because Chad Gable and Otis are getting some kind of a spotlight. And that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my dumb-dumb. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Vince McMahon and Austin Theory were then in the back, and Austin was trying to tell McMahon, hey, do you remember when Finn Balor beat me recently? Well, I whooped his ass afterwards, so I think that's basically a half win. And Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon said, there's no such things as half wins in the WWE, so someone needs to go tell Vinnie Mac about the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, which is quite literally that. This was so flubbed up, though, because afterwards Vince said, if you don't beat Finn Balor in a few seconds, I'm going to mutilate your body. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he went on about. And then send a selfie to your mother. 
I mean, didn't WWE literally a few days ago say, oh, we don't do grotesque stuff? This was the boss of the company being like, I'm going to chop you up and then I'm going to show your parents. It actually made me feel a little bit scared. As it turned out, Balor was back on Raw as well and nobody bothered to tell us where he has been. And let's face it, he is slowly but surely becoming the Monday night version of Cesaro because he lost. Seriously too, Finn went for the Coupe de Gras. He wasn't able to get it. So Austin Theory hit the ATL and he beat Finn Balor clean in the middle of the ring. So as I always say, should WWE be treating Finn Balor better than this? Yes, he is championship material. But I do like the fact that we're actually backing Austin Theory. Like it is a young guy and we're trying to push him to the moon and I ain't ever gonna get mad at that. We should be doing it with more people, so I'm giving it up. Austin then beat Finn Balor up afterwards and I swear, if we get to the Royal Rumble and Finn Balor just beats him, I'm gonna go on Twitter and send a mean tweet, but this is very good for Austin because now Vince McMahon isn't gonna chop him up into little pieces. And then, well, it is time to bring it back. Hello, my name is Simon Miller and welcome to another episode of Nobody Talks Like That. Very upsettingly this week featuring none other than Rhea Ripley. Because in response to Nikki Ash, she actually had to say, I never intended on ruining our friendship. We could have stayed friends and supported each other in our solo careers. I'm not one who forgives very easily. I mean, what kind of hero attacks their friends? If Nikki thinks I'm the villain, then she's delusional. So tonight I'm going to go out there and remind everyone who Rhea Ripley is. Quite frankly, if I had broken up with my buddy and they then said this to my face, I would respond... Nobody talks like that. It turns out this was all building to Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash, so we weren't going to build it at all. Now I remember this, of course, was a WWE Raw lie. Because before we did do that, which is one of WWE's favorite things, we did another one of their favorite things, which was an interruption. Now this is quite difficult for me because Rhea Ripley wasn't talking, but she was going to have a match when Zelina Vega and Carmella came out. And I was that guy. I totally forgot they were the tag team champions, mostly because WWE has definitely forgotten they were the tag team champions. But as we're having fun, bring it down. That is 19 interruptions. It goes up to 30 overall. And if you think I'm out of control, well, don't blame me. Blame wrestling because they haven't got the hang of this at all. Anyway, they claim that Rhea Ripley should be thanking them because... They got between her and Nikki Ash. I have no idea what they were talking about. And then Nikki just beat Rhea Ripley up for a bit. And that was that. Referee never rang the bell. Don't really know what's going on here. Don't understand why Zelina and Camilla came out to begin with. Down. One thing I do want to point out is that Ripley was thrown into the steel steps here. And as somebody on the internet pointed out, we do have Barry Barricade and we do have Alan the announce table and we do have Rita the ring post. So the steel steps need the name. So we are going to call them Simba. Simba the steel steps. Basically, I just really like Lion King. The 24-7 title stuff <laughs> then got weird again. Excellent. Because Dana Brooke was trying to hype up Reggie with some of the most gibberish verbiage you have ever heard in your life. To the point, if I hadn't already done Nobody Talks Like That, I would do it again. You also had Truth, Tozawa and Tamina watching on from behind this fence kind of a thing. And I was like, why is nobody attacking? Truth did have a great line because, of course, Dana Brooke believed that Reggie could be Omos. So Truth was like, man, she must hate him because she just sent him out there to get got. And then, yeah, it was Reggie versus Omos. And you never have to watch this because you already know what happened. And admittedly, Truth and Tozawa did run down here to try and win the 24-7 title. But that was stupid because Omos just squashed them. And when Reg used that to jump off the ropes, he got tree slammed. 
and pinned in around about 20 seconds. Here is the thing though, at least this actually progressed somebody's career. Like usually when we do 24-7 title skits, nobody is able to take a step forward, but this was Omos taking another somewhat recognizable guy and throwing him into the floor. I know Omos is a work in progress, but this is exactly what we should be doing. Also, I really like the tall man. So I am giving it an up. That's right, I said it. It was then time for the big Maurice Beth Phoenix face to face. And I will admit to you, I was a little bit dubious because once again, Akbar was probably looking around the corner. The whole point of this too was Marie saying that she never wanted this match to begin with and it was her husband Miz and his big mouth that got them into it. So she would like to get out of it and fair play to Maurice. She is so good, like she comes across so well. And at one point when she was being booed, she was like, look, you're all absolute morons. I've got a microphone, I can be louder than you. Eventually Beth Phoenix and Edge did come out and once again, we'll just get through this because of course it was a big trick, even though Edge and Beth Phoenix said they did see it coming. This was like the tutorial of Far Cry Blood Dragon. It's all like, Haha, we know that you hate tutorials, but we're gonna do one anyway because Maurice took a bag, she twonked Beth Phoenix in the head, and then it revealed she put a brick in it. So I'm sorry, but that is attempted murder. There was nothing wrong with this either. And again, Maurice was the star of the show, but this just isn't doing it for me. And that makes all the sense in the world. You can't have three hours of Raw every single week and every single segment go, oh, Simon, this one is just for you. I think the match will be fine, but do I look forward to seeing it every seven days? The answer is no. So I do have to give it a down. The Street Profits and the Mysterios then talked about the perils of the Royal Rumble, because of course they're all going to be in the thing. And even though they're friends, if they are able to advance, they're going to have to throw the others out. But Dominic and Rey Mysterio both said, together they will throw out 29 other men. So unless there's 31 people in the Royal Rumble, their math is terrible. It also led to these four taking on the Dirty Dogs, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. And once again, you already knew what was going to happen here mostly because it's been happening on Raw for the last, well, very, very long time. I mean, it wasn't bad at all, and actually it was very fun. And of course it ended with Angelo Dawkins giving a spine buster to Apollo Crews, and then Montez Ford hit that frog splash. And it is so good, nobody should ever do any kind of splash again. It makes me do this. I mean, Montez Ford are up there, but I just like to look off into the distance because I think it's so damn beautiful. Apollo by this point as well should be put in the same category as Cesaro and Finn Balor because he just loses all the time. And afterwards, the Mysterios threw the Street Profits over the top rope. But then they were like, we're friends. We are laughing. We're having a good time. Although Dominic wasn't chuckling away because then his own dad threw him over the top rope. So this was basically one big advert for the Royal Rumble, but it could have it up. We then got this awesome video for Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And all I'm going to do is this. Find two to three minutes in your day to go and check it out. It made it feel like their match at the pay-per-view, excuse me, premium lime event, is the greatest thing ever. And just for a bunch of pictures merged together, I am giving it an up. That's how good it was. Right after that though, we cut to Jimmy Smith who essentially said, we all know how important mental health is. And when it comes to Alexa Bliss, she definitely has a problem. (laughs) I'm sorry, but no. Now I'm sure this was probably done with good intentions, but trying to tie mental health into a character who is an absolute loon and loses their temper on a whim and also has magical powers, well, that is just not the way to do it. That stuff has to be handled with respect and fair play. We don't know where the Alexa Bliss story is going at the moment, but I have a pretty good idea. And I don't think statements like this help anyone. Mental health is super important and you gotta give it a down. Before we did get to the next Alexa Bliss bit though, Maurice and Miz just kissed for ages. 
I was like, who the flub is this for? And we found out that next week it's going to be Maurice's birthday. So they're going to have the party at the place that they work. And then sure, yes, Alexa was here and it was pretty much the same as we had seen seven days ago. The psychiatrist was doing word association. Alexa to every answer said Lily. And then she was going to blow a top, but she didn't. Once again, goes flying over my board head. And then our main event ended in a DQ. I kind of felt like in 2022, we were going to move away from these and I'm just so done with it because boring, down. Thing is, it was Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley and in terms of the actual finish to Raw, I thought it was great. So it's getting it up. Bob was just wrecking him at first too and no matter what Seth did, he wasn't able to get this guy on the floor, including giving him a dive. But Bobby Lashley was like an end of level boss or ha ha ha, you can't take me down. You don't even know where my red flashing weak point is. But Seth Rollins actually did have a plan. He's like, well, you bigger than me, so I'm going to work on your leg. He smashed his into reach the ring post over and over again and then just did apply all these submissions. And while you never actually believed that Bob was going to tap out, Seth Rollins is so good and so on fire right now. Maybe like one, two percent of me did start to go, oh my gosh, maybe there's going to be a surprise. So I hope Seth does become the champion at the Royal Rumble because that guy deserves it. Sadly though, he did forget that Lashley has a fist so he just punched his way out of there and then Seth Rollins was getting thrown around like a child just as it seemed that Bobby Lashley was going to win. He got attacked by Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander And yes, it was time for the disqualification. I mean, they must have teleported down from the Starship Enterprise. They came from nowhere. Although this failed miserably. And kind of hilariously, one of them went into Rita the Ring Post and the other one got speared through Barry Barricade. So as I've said before, isn't it fun to give things names? This did end brilliantly though, because Seth Rollins was watching all of this. So he didn't know what was happening behind him, which is when Jimmy and Jay Uso turned up on Raw. They gave him the double super kick. That's when Raw fell into black. And it not only made me want to see Raw next week, but it made me want to see SmackDown almost as if connecting these two shows is a really good idea. I mean, it felt like some kind of mafia hit, to be honest with you. And while this Raw was the definition of ups and downs, because it finished with such a bang, I am going to give it an up. We should be serious with ourselves. Does it deserve it? Probably not. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.